Hey there. Hi. It's Isabella again. Again. It's not Jasmine. Trust me. Jasmine said she's going to record a few with us. Yes, that is true. We miss Jasmine. I mean, we see her around the house. It's not like we don't <laughs> yeah, see we her ever. Her. We miss her here. I'm doing these. I do. I'm sure. I'm sure they they're tired of hearing my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You saw the same when you talked. Yep. Uh, we should get Jonathan all one time. We should. Do do mean? some sort of son and father thing. Oh, he would be. He, he would be good. actually really really good at that. You should do that. Not with me though. Don't do it with me. You know what one thing that him and I would really do good on, like a like a topic, would be conflict. Definitely. Oh, we're gonna do that one today. You and me, conflict. We're talking about conflict. <laughs> but Jonathan and I would do a good. We'd do a good uh, good episode on conflict and resolution. Conflict resolution, I mm. think, because we've had our share of those. Him and I. Yep, I should know it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you it. Actually, you get upset when you get you get upset when Hannah. Oh my argue. gosh, I just go. To Do you get upset room. or annoyed? Annoyed, very. You no know, no no no. It's more annoyance than upset or anger. No no no. It's annoyance well, sad? and anger. You get sad? No like, no. Because we're going at it. Sometimes. Arguing. Okay. What's annoying? It's more like roll my eyes and go inside my room. When I hear it. <laughs> you have a face when you go away. You have a face. Like, when you it's walk like, out. oh my gosh. Why now? Why? <laughs> Alright, so let's be honest. When Jock and I have conflict, who do we blame? We can talk about blame in this, in this episode. Oh, it depends. It's sort of like 50-50. Like, who do you think is... See, for me... I think Jonathan, he, 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 I, we're speaking of course, him. for you, you would say that oh. you're always right. No, I, I think he starts a lot of it, but then I always escalate it. Oh, my. Oh, yes, that's true. I mean, I think I really think the things that he does and says cause the conflict, but then I totally overreact and escalate it. Yes, that's true. It's 50-50. You guys both play a part. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Oh, no. no, we didn't have like a little sound thing. This is what we're going to talk about today on Back to the Basics and have this sound. An intro? Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. That'd be perfect. You know, they have this really cool intro. We have nothing. Well, guys, we're twins. All right. So we're going to talk about conflict resolution. And I think this is a big one um, because conflict is obviously going to happen. It's inevitable. Very. So, what are some topics of conflict out there? What's some topics um, that maybe let's talk about our family? Because I mean, I think it's better. Uh, we can talk about what's out there in general, but let's talk about us because I think we can talk about us and have some sort of authority with it because we go through it. Mm. Some topics we got that we argue over, uh, or there's arguments in the house over. Sometimes. I think it's an argument. Okay, let's say Jonathan is planning something with his friends. He's planning something with his friends, and Jonathan can't get a hold of some of his friends, and then you get mad at him for not knowing what his friends are saying, because... you, you and Yes, that's totally, that's totally one of the topics. You need to, you need to... You need to get a hold of them. They're not answering. We have to, we have to know. I have to know by tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yes, plans. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Yeah, plans. And then also, sometimes it has to be chores. Um, If Jonathan doesn't do something, and then you're like, you don't do anything all day. 
or Jonathan says that to one of you. Yeah, we kind of have that. It's a lot of Yeah. By the way, that was a pretty good joke you just made. Yes, I know. I've heard that many, many times. Who said that? I've just heard it before, I think. Yes. Oh, that's so, that's basically, that's the most, yes, definitely. Yeah. You know what's so funny? So, I don't know if it's true, but it's funny. <laughs> We're just going to vent a little bit right here. <laughs> Literally in that exact tone. Stop I could imagine. <laughs> I thought that Cut you were out. mad there for a second. Huh? That was mad. <laughs> I love it. I do that. In general. I, I do that. It's I, that exact tone, too. But I have an attitude when I say it. Yes. Yeah. It's irony. <laughs> the irony of me telling you that you love me and I do when I say it. Yeah, it's sort of true. Okay, so that is a huge thing. So there's a few things you want to talk about. It really has to do with us. Like, we have to take a lot of ownership on our part. Now, it's not dismissing the child, though, because the child plays an important part in conflict, too. So it's not just the parents that have a fault. It's also the child, sometimes. And it can go both ways. Sometimes it's the parent's fault. And then full but as adults, we have to have control over the children. It's true. I'm just going to be honest. Cut it out. Stop the act. So I guess uh, you know the thing about conflict, and it, we, like we know, it's going to happen. Different topics, whether it's attitudes, whether it's um, you know maybe some parents are dealing with uh, kids and you know not respecting, uh, staying out late, not coming home on time. Maybe it's um, you know telling them maybe they're sneaking their phone. Uh, tell them not to use their phone. They're using their phone in their room, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Maybe there's different conflicts that happen. It could be something more serious too. You know, maybe substances or you know inappropriate relationships. I mean, that could be a big conflict in the family. Mm-hmm. But I think the principles we're going to talk about today really can ha- really can tackle uh, almost every conflict. And, and I really do think it, it starts with the parents. I mean, the parents really do have to look at themselves and see and really analyze and think about how am I going to handle this conflict? You know, sometimes the conflict happens, like, you know, Jonathan and I will go at it and I'll stop the edge and cut out. That's a conflict. But then I have to go back and say, you know, son, you know, that was my fault or I apologize for that. I shouldn't have done that. I've done that with you where I've kind of taken responsibility for my part. And, and we've always said with you guys, you know, even if your part is 1% of the 100% of the problem, you need to apologize for that 1%. Mm. Whether they do, whether they apologize for the ninety nine percent or not, your one percent is what you're responsible for. And so I think about conflicts that happen is about cracks or knuckles, which is a con- no. that's a conflict. Put that behind us. Wow. Move on. Put your hands behind Continue. your neck. Um, you know, conflicts are going to happen, but see, we have to look at our part. You know, as parents, when we have a conflict, especially with our teenagers, you know, keeping the relationship intact is the most important thing. You may have conflict and you may say things that hurt your kid and they'll say things that hurt you. I mean, being hurt, that's just part of living in a fallen world, a sinful world we live in. Uh, 
That's just a part of it. Uh, you know, maintaining that relationship is going to be key. So to really try to bond and move forward, you have to take ownership of your part. You have to say, you know what? I was wrong with what I said. Now, even though I could say, Jonathan, you were wrong in everything you did, but I did it, I did that one tiny thing wrong. I have to take ownership. And I think that really is on a parent. And not only to do that, take ownership, but, you know, to look at improving. You know, next time when this happens, I'm going to try not to do that. Even tell your teenager, your kid, hey, look, the next time you, you know, you're wrong, but the next time you're going to, you, if you do that again, I'm going to try on my part to not react in that way. You know, to make that, not promise, but make that commitment that you're going to work on it. Those are two big things. So, Isabel, I'm going to turn it over to you on those two important topics, owning your part and also committing to try. How important are those? Those, those are very, very important. They're definitely critical to keeping a relationship intact. Um, something I, I had my mind on is... Um, oh, you had your mind on something. While you were speaking, I wasn't really paying attention, so I was thinking about my own thing, what I was going to say. Uh, I think is okay. understanding the other person's side, um, okay. like their part in it, because as a parent, you don't like seeing your child talk back to you, the person that you've raised, spent so much of your time and effort and even money on um, is talking back to you. And I, that hurts. I'm sure it does. And I, well, I wouldn't know. But by understanding the parent's side of things is also very important because then you get to – Or the kid's side. Yeah, vice oh, versa. Talking about... Yeah. Oh, as a kid. As a kid. We understand your side of things. No, as a kid. Right, so start again. As a kid, it's important to understand the parent side of things. Um, knowing, remembering, like how much time and effort they've spent on you, and um, just going back to the basics of respecting your parents in a certain way, and um, you know, recognizing that they've been, I mean, they they were chosen to be your parents, and um, there's a special reason for that. And definitely, as they were chosen to be your parents by God and for his glory, you should learn to respect them because, I mean, what else are you going to do to the person that raised you and put so much effort in, into you? So I think that's very, very important for the kids to do is to go back to respecting their parents from phase one. Talk about, And so along those lines, talk about something I was kind of thinking you were going to say, but you didn't is understanding the fact that your parents aren't perfect. Yes, that is true. That that also is true. Very true. Very true. <laughs> I guess as a kid, think about it. Or share a little bit of that. What do you, when we fail, you know, whether it's general failure or even in conflict, what do you conclude from that? Like, do you as a kid think, wow, they should be better than that? You know, why are they being that way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> sort of so what are your expectations? See, again, maybe this comes down to failed expectations, where there's an expectation on the kid's part that the parent should be a certain way. There's an expectation on the parent part that the kid should be a certain way. Right? Mm, yeah. What do you want me to say? Factor that in. The parents not being perfect part. Yeah. Um, like speak to maybe a, a young person listening that uh, struggles with Gee, I thought my parents were perfect. Why aren't? Why are they acting this way? Well, think about it. You're not perfect either. There's not one single per perfect person in this world. So if you're not perfect, why do you expect them to be perfect and hold to the standards that you set? Because 
I think in the Bible it also says that if you judge somebody, you will be judged in the same way you've judged them, in the same bar. So why judge your parents that they're not perfect in the same way that, I mean, like, that you judge other people sometimes? Um, you can't hold them to the expectations that you have in your mind This in the same way that they can't um, hold you you to the expectations that you that they have set in mind for you so um we talked about this in the one we recorded earlier today about setting realistic expectations um that's also very very important again parents aren't perfect you're not perfect so i mean sort of the irony yeah a certain way but you're not so i'm gonna have a conflict because you're not where you you're not where I think you should be, and then vice versa. Well, you as parents should be a certain way, but you're not, so that's why we're going to have conflict. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> so taking ownership on your part, uh, you know, with what you've done. Um, also committing to say, hey, look, uh, you know, I'm going to work on that, which is very important, because you recognize your own part. Whether they recognize it or not, you're recognizing your part is showing an example. You're saying to them, hey, look, I'm going to take ownership of my part. I'm going to commit to work on it. That actually shows them how to do it. Whether they take that on or not, you know, that's not on you. What's on you is your part and what you're committing to do. And also understanding the other part, the other side and uh, kind of go back to your first point. You know, we have to understand what our kids are going through. You know, they're humans. You know, they're not robots. Uh, you know, your mom will always will often tell me they're not robots. They're not going to just do what you say all the time with a perfect yes yes sir and all that they're not going to do it they're not robots so you know for us understanding that and understanding where you guys are coming from you know maybe you're struggling with something maybe the reason why you reacted or the reason why you have the attitude you know maybe that it is wrong the attitude but there's something else behind it there's something else you're thinking about or going through that's an important thing to think about mm. understanding where your child is at you know, take time to listen. Well, dad, mom, this is kind of what's going on in my mind. I've been stressed out with school, stressed out with this friendship, stressed out with something. Uh, being, being able to take time to listen and understand that is a big deal. And then also the expectation. Understand that your kids, are they're going to mess up. You're going to mess up. Um, and that's going to lead to conflict. But you can't just accept that and say that's fine. Conflicts happen just because we are who we are. You know, we do have to take that next step to, to, to get better. Right? Yeah. I just summarize that whole yeah. thing just like that. Good job. All right. So what are, what are some other things that parents or kids need to learn about or think about when conflict happens? What's something else maybe that can be helpful? Think about? Definitely thinking about something before you say it. Because if you literally say one thing, boom, there it just starts a whole other level of mess. conflict. Literally. Yeah, that's definitely a very, very important thing that I don't, I personally don't do a great job at it. I do a terrible job. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, like I said at the beginning, I just throw gasoline on the fire every time. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, not going to deny it. <laughs> but definitely, that's a huge part of it. Um, yeah, that's words of wisdom. There you go. <laughs> so, think before you, so, you know, if we're going to, you know, maybe tomorrow, Jonathan, you, maybe your own kids, you know, have that attitude. How am I going to approach? I have to think about it beforehand. Sometimes we don't do that. We just react in the moment because we're busy, because we're tired, because we're kind of headed up to here with whatever it is. Maybe we're stressed out about job, health, what, whatever. 
but we have to actually take time. So if this conflict happens again, what am I going to do differently this time? We have to actually think about it ahead of time. That also helps because you kind of have a plan of attack, a plan of action. If our son says this, if our daughter says this, what am I going to do? I think a lot of times we don't do that. We just go by it. We just fly by the seat of our pants. Think about it ahead of time. Also, right? Kids too. Kids too, vice versa. Hey, my parents are going to say this. My parents are going to tell me to take out the trash or whatever. You know, you have to decide ahead of time. What am I going to tell them? And it, of course, uh, comes to self-control as well. It's not letting your anger swell up in a way so that it does come to saying something. So your self-control, who is that up to? Yourself. It's uh, to the kid. My self-control is up to who? Okay. Me. See, we're all right. We all have responsibilities for self-control. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be easy on one side and hard on the other or vice versa. So very wise. See, we just in 15, 16 minutes, or 17 minutes, gave you all the tools. 15, 16, and 17. All the tools to be able to handle conflicts. No, I'm kidding. But maybe, again, there's something in there that maybe would encourage you and help you. And to be honest, hopefully it helps me. Because, you know, I have those issues. Well, me too. <laughs> See, we all have those issues. It doesn't matter. You know, maybe we're just sharing the information, but it doesn't mean we don't struggle with it. Mm. We all struggle with conflict. Yep. So anyway, anything else you want to add before we close up? We like to make these 15 to 20 minutes because we respect your time. Anything you want to add? Nope. Nope. We will see you next time. Yep. Thank you so much. Yep. Have see a good ya. day. Bye.